Hey, real quick, if you're a return listener and you love low-value mail as much as I love doing it, please just do me a solid, leave a rating, leave a review. It really does help. All right, on to the show. Low-value men. Like, what are, what are all the low-value men up to during these trying times? Because the high-value men, they, I know they're around. They won't shut the fuck up. Low-value men, I have not heard a word out of. I'm starting to think I'm on their side. I think I want one of those. I want a low-value man. They don't make podcasts. I haven't seen one low-value man make a podcast. Do they not know how to use microphones? Maybe that's a good thing. That's that's hot. All right? I haven't seen... I've never seen a man use a microphone for good. Until now, everybody buckle up. It's low-value mail time with your host, Danny Polishchuk. What? is up everybody welcome to episode eight of low value mail um people are saying go live i am live we are live for low value mail it's a special wednesday edition i hope it's not too loud uh everybody was complaining well not everybody but a bunch of people were complaining that it was too quiet so then i fucking jacked up the noise so not too loud um it's a special wednesday edition because i was in miami florida uh, we were in great. We were in, uh, yeah, someone says it sounds good. We were, I was in Nashville with Ryan Long this past weekend, and then I went and did some stuff in, yeah, see, some people say it's quiet, but you know what? A lot of you don't tell me. You keep this shit to yourself, but now we know. Um, and as you can tell, we've had a little bit of a revamp of the, um, the, the look of the show. Shout out to Dave from Canada. Uh, Dave. I don't know if I should say his name. I have this real problem with doxing people. I don't know if I should be like, you know, I say his name and then all of a sudden he doesn't have a fucking job because someone says something a little little spicy on the show. Um, but yeah, so I switched it up. I got rid of the fucking chat box because so, you know, and I, you know, I have this email so that people can email in questions for bad advice for me to give them bad advice. But Jr. A man named Jr. I assume it's a man, could be a woman, but I assume it's a man. He emailed and he goes, "Hey, probably a bad idea that you have that chat there, uh, because people could, you know, do like swastikas or something on the chat, and then you're kind of fucked because that's your content. That's YouTube's not going to give you a pass. It's not like if you do swastikas in this comment, which you could, but I don't don't want you to. And then we have mods, and they will." We'll give you the fucking booterino, okay? It's the bootski for you if you do that bad stuff. So anyways, I got rid of it. Plus, I don't know if anybody even watches it. I, I don't know. I, I got rid of it. You, you can let me know what you think about it, but I, I think I'm going with this. No more chat. I will say for the people, so shout out to JR because he could have given me again, could have given me, asked for advice, but he gave me some advice. And then to the people who, there's like four people who comment via Twitch, you no longer, uh, Someone liked the chat box. Anyways, okay, people are saying that I should bring back the chat. Okay, well, ah, you fuckers. Okay, well, maybe I'll bring back the chat box, but we'll see for next week. I'll, I'll, uh, or I'll poll or something. I'll see what the comments are. But anyways, uh, if you are on Twitch, the five of you or whatever the fuck are on Twitch who watch this, I mean, more than five of you watch this, but five of you probably actually comment, you will have to come over to YouTube uh, if you would like to comment, I don't really see the issue with why you prefer Twitch. I guess you just like Twitch. You have uh, you just don't want to support uh, Google. You'd like to support Amazon instead. That's fine. Uh, people are saying make the chat box great again. Better with chat, not on screen. So you know what? I'm going to run a poll. You know what? I can actually 
run a poll in the fucking thing. So in, in the YouTube, which it doesn't help for the people who are not on YouTube, but uh, there's, there's, a, there's a poll now in the YouTube comments. I just posted it um, that if you want to, if you want to check it out, there's a poll and depending on the will of the people, cause this is a, this is in Canada. This is a fucking democracy. Okay. Even though it's not really, but uh, we'll, we'll see what people think. And then we will do that. The Patreon, if you remember the Patreon, uh, last week we had our first episode of the Patreon-only episode. It was a bit of like a hang, listen to some voicemails, go through some emails that we don't get to on the show. Uh, if you'd like to join the Patreon, there are only 44 spots left, 44 of the $1 spots, and it's going up to 5 bucks. And, because I see some friends of mine who have, they have Patreons for their podcast, and they set kind of goals, and they do like wacky shit at certain goals. So I don't know what the goal is of what number I'm going to set this at, but I think a very low value way to advertise this podcast. Cause I was just in Miami and it's a big thing in Miami at the beach where you see those fucking stupid planes and they have the banners behind the planes. So I don't know what it's going to be at. It's, it's cause it's probably cost a few thousand dollars to do it. And it's dumb as shit, but I think it's funny. So uh, I'm going to set a goal. And once we reach that goal, uh, what I'm going to decide on, uh, I'm going to do a low value mail, uh, airplane banner. That's 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 my current thought on the uh, oh shit getting cut off. So, anyways, cut your pinky. Someone says cut my pinky off at three hundred. Okay. By the way, it's neck and neck on the uh, neck and neck on the chat, or whether we should have the chat box or not. So, anyways, that's it. Uh, we're gonna have so, anyways, at eleven p.m. You can still join uh, if you want to listen to the Patreon episode. There was a bit of a glitch, not a glitch. I, I made it a private video because I thought it was supposed to be private. And then for YouTube, and then everybody was like, someone literally called the phone. They go, yo, there's nobody watching this. You're just talking to yourself because I had to make it unlisted. Figured that out. The link is already in the Patreon. You have until 11 o'clock to sign up, and then you can watch the Patreon episode, and it's a fun time. Uh, again, we answer some emails, some voicemails, stuff we don't get to in the main episode okay and then we and we have the poll and the poll is at a dead heat right now is literally 50 50 so fuck i i'm on the edge of my seat uh it is it is uh people like the, i don't know people are all over the map anyways let's get to the the things um i it's gonna be a light week in terms of editorializing because uh, we just want to open the phone lines up. We want to open the phone lines up. I hope I didn't fuck this up by picking a different night, but I, I, I didn't really have an option with what was going on. So anyways, hopefully uh, we got a good show, but otherwise we'll, we'll do a bunch of emails and stuff. Anyways, first topic, obviously the big one. As always, we are starting this episode talking about the war against comedians. So uh, you, I know you thought I was going to talk about the war, but we don't really care about the war anymore. Do we care about the war? The war is, I mean, we, we, we care about the war. We don't, do we like the, no, we don't like the war. We're against the war. We don't like the war, but, but, uh, but we like, you know, you know what I mean, but a war against comedians. So obviously as everybody knows at this point, Chris Rock got slapped in the face at the Oscars. I, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't, I barely even want, to cover this, but I don't have a choice. Imagine I just was like, yeah, I just it never comes up, never comes up, you know, just, we never, I just go, yeah, it's, it's 
what's going on? Remember those truckers or some shit? Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know what's left to be said. It, it was one of the most impressive things I've seen in that, honestly, I feel like every possible joke that could have ever been made about this entire thing. I mean, granted, I'm friends with a, a lot of comedians, most of comedians. I want to say every possible joke that could have possibly ever been made was made within 24 hours. Like, to the point where, like, I have these, like, secondary, uh, like, comedy-adjacent people in my life, and then I started seeing them, like, you know, a day later making, they were, like, you know, making kind of the easy, like, oh, I wonder what it have, like, Chris Rock's lucky he didn't make fun of Alec Baldwin's wife. Saw that 50 different people. Um, so... You know, and you know what? If he did make fun of Alec Baldwin's wife, Alec Baldwin would have shot him in the fucking face. So, uh, but anyways, it was interesting. I was I wasn't even watching. Who here was not watching the Oscar? This is not going to be uh, a separate poll because we have the one poll. By the way, it's fifty percent, fifty two percent. I don't even know how to read this poll, but I think it's fifty two percent no right now, forty eight percent yes. Um, but. So I wasn't even watching the Oscars. I was just hanging out. And then my friend texted me. He goes, yo, did you see this shit? I was like, what the? F I, I watched. I go, what the fuck did I just watch? I didn't even really understand. Totally, like a lot of people, your first instinct, you go, this is fake. It's for sure fake. But then I saw the Australian feed where they didn't cut, uh, they didn't bleep it out or whatever. And then, you know, Will Smith's like, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Blah, blah, blah. And then I go, well, this is definitely, definitely not, uh, not fake, right? So... And then it's interesting because a lot of people, your first response is leading up to the Oscars. Everybody's like, ah, oh, who gives a shit about the Oscars? And again, most people didn't give a shit about the Oscars, which is why nobody saw this live. Very few people saw this live because nobody gave a shit about the Oscars. And then all these people are like, oh, this is just like some big conspiracy where they did this so that people watch the Oscars more. But you're like, first off, their, their ratings are terrible. Right. And this isn't going to help because what you're going to tune in next year. What thinking this is going to happen again. This is this is a one off thing. If anything, this is it. This is the peak of the Oscar because now, you know, for sure, you'll never top seeing this crazy thing on the Oscars. That's it. This is, this is it. You're, you're never going to see something that crazy. Um, they're probably going to have like, you know, heightened security. It's funny, too, because just like a couple hours ago, something came out being like, yeah, you know, they didn't. They asked Will Smith to leave and. He wouldn't leave. So what are they supposed to do? And you're like, you don't have security at the Oscars? Seems like you would have security at the Oscars to ask him to make him leave. Generally, places that I've ever been um, made to leave, they, they ask you nicely. And then if you don't leave, then they, they force you to leave. Uh, that's a very common tactic. Uh, but, and, and then, and, you know, and the Oscars honestly looks bad I, I don't i don't know what to say they look like kind of because they're, they're being like oh we don't we don't know what happened they just just kind of smacked them in the face or whatever um and and it's it's funny because people are so used to being lied to like so so used to being lied to right now that even when will smith because i know a lot, a lot of people in my twitter and they're all like oh this is for sure fake what are you stupid it's 100 percent fake and, and again it, it just didn't past the fake people are like oh do you see how he braced because because that was the one thing too everybody's like well you know he walked up to him and then and they're all chummy chummy and you're like what world would a presenter at the oscars think that will smith one of the biggest movie stars in the world 
is going to walk on stage, even though, and he's sitting in the front too. It's not like he fucking ran in, <clears throat> you know, like Stone Cold style from the back. Like, what world is the biggest movie star just going to walk up on stage? Like, what are you going to do? Put your fists up? Like, imagine he wasn't going to hit you. And then Chris Rock's first defense was he goes, ah, like that. Like, you look like the biggest bitch on earth. That would be, you would never live that down here. And everybody's like, wait, you thought Will Smith was going to hit you? What are you, crazy? It's the Oscars. Why would Will Smith hit you? He was going to give you a hug or shake your hand. It's not going to hit you. But so anyways, he walks up and then people are like, oh, did you see how he just stood there and he, and he put his chin out or whatever? Because he was like, no idea what was going on. And then Will Smith slaps him. And they go, oh, you see how he like kind of roll? Everybody's like, I've seen a, like a lot of the wrestling people are like, I know work, I, I know work when I see one. And you're like, cause see how he moved? And he says, yeah, because he probably was not expecting to get hit at all. And then at the very last second, he goes, oh, I'm, a, I'm, this is crazy, but I'm getting hit. But it all happened, you know, a tenth of a second. And then, and then everybody's like, why? It's crazy how he just was so composed. He's probably stunned. You know, it's like it's the Oscars. Chris Rock is probably in his mind thinking like, look, there are 10,000 people watching this right now. What am I supposed to do? What do you do? What do you do? So, um, but it did happen. But everybody's so distrustful of everything that they just automatically assume that it's fake because they're just so used to being lied to. And even when you go, look, here's like, because uh, Will Smith apologized. He came out like the next day on his Instagram. He goes, I'm sorry. I was uncalled for, you know, violence, blah, blah, blah. And people even still, they go, look, he apologized. Why do you still think this is fake? He apologized. Like, what is the angle here? And again, it's just, people are still like, nah, it's fake. It must be, must be fake. Which the whole thing is, again, insane. Like, first off, he tells this basic joke, pretty basic joke. And it's not, you know, it's one thing if it was some famous, she was some famous actress who always had this long flowing hair. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, Ayanna Presley, that, that uh, politician shows up and she's just totally bald and you go, okay, that's like a bald joke. And, but she's always had super short hair. I've never seen her without super short hair. Now maybe she's always had alopecia, but I didn't know. And then, you know, he tells the joke, Will Smith laughs. He goes, ha, ha, ha. And then he looks over her and she's shaking her head. And he goes, all right, I guess I'm going to have to go fuck somebody up. Um, Andy just gave me a $1 super chat. What's up, Andy? How's it going? Uh, but anyways, yeah, so he, he tells this joke. And then, he, and then he goes and slaps him in the face. And people were like, it was a punch. Like, look, if Will Smith, I'm pretty sure Chris Rock, I've never seen her in person. Actually, I've seen her in person. He's probably 165 pounds. Will Smith played Muhammad Ali. If Will Smith punched you in the face, probably you're not just going to be like, oh, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. You would probably be like, oh, this is pretty fucked up. So anyways, it was a slap. It was not a punch. It's pretty fucked up that he slapped him, too. Just like making slapped by Will Smith in front of 10,000 people who are watching. Uh, and then another wild thing is, I guess when you're in a Hollywood person, you just live in this bubble. And so, cause there was this assumption. He goes, everybody knows she has alopecia. How does, how do people not know she has alopecia? I'm like, I didn't know that. I think most people didn't know. Chris Rock's like, I didn't know she had alopecia. That's what he said. 
I don't think anybody knew she had alopecia. It's again, she wasn't recently short haired. She's always had short hair. Uh, so that was that was um, ridiculous. And then there was this whole. I've been seeing a lot because you know I, I know all these comedians. All my friends are comedians, and then people are like, "It's not okay to assault comedians." Comedians have been getting assaulted forever. I didn't even know this. I know that comedians have been getting assaulted forever. I've been threatened before. Pretty much everybody I know. At one point, I mean, guys, obviously, women don't get this treatment. They get catcalled or, you know. But uh, every guy I know has been, at one point, threatened by somebody at a show. Uh, I had a guy wanting to fight me once because uh, this was probably like, I don't know, six or seven years ago in Toronto. And then he was like this biker dude. And he, uh, I think he called me fat. And then I called him fat. And he that was the line for him. And then he wanted to fucking fight me. Uh, but there's like a genre on YouTube. There is a full genre on YouTube of comedians getting assaulted. It's its own genre. It's crazy. Go look up. There's a Canadian comedian, Darren Frost. Frosty. Uh, this is a good one. Actually, if you check it out, he, I mean, it's not a good one to him, but it's, he's, it has like a million views and I'm sure it'll get a lot of juice more, but he, uh, (laughs) He um, was on stage and told some joke, and then me and Ryan laugh about it, and like the skanks love it too. And the guy threw a fucking rock glass from like across the room, hit him right in the stomach, and he goes, "That's assault! Somebody get him out of here!" But there's tons, tons of these. So the idea that um, you know we're not assaulting comedian, we're too good to assault comedians. This comedians are getting assaulted. Don't assault comedians. You shouldn't assault. Look. It goes without saying, don't assault anyone. You, you you assault no people. That's kind of the deal, you know? You don't assault anybody. Uh, and then now they're like, oh, they're, they're, they might take his Oscar away. They didn't take Harvey Weinstein's Oscar away. Harvey Weinstein, and someone, because someone called me on this. I tweeted this earlier, and then someone's like, oh, in fact, he, they did take it his way. And then I looked, and they didn't. He has a producer Oscar that he won in 1998. They didn't take it away. They've only taken away... One Oscar, and it was from some like documentary filmmaker. And then Amy Schumer, the best part, because she hosted it. She goes, I'm so traumatized. So traumatized right now from what happened, and it's just triggering. And then she posted it, and then she deleted it. So traumatized. Feel bad for Amy Schumer. And it's tough being Amy Schumer. You know, she had to host that. She probably got paid $200,000. I don't know. I wonder where you get paid for that kind of thing. Probably a lot. And then... uh and then she's now has to deal with all this trauma. Tough for Amy Schumer. It is tough for her. And then my one of my favorite takes of the whole thing was CNN. Of course, CNN. Uh, they they had the worst take where CNN goes. Chris Rock made a joke about Jada Pink Pinkett Smith's shaved head, which did not appear to go over well with her husband Will Smith. It did not appear. To go over well with her husband, Will Smith. You fucking think it didn't appear to go over well, CNN? Is this your, this is an Apple bullshit? Or you, you're just, you're not even, you go, yeah, it didn't appear to go over well. He slapped the presenter of the Oscars in the fucking face. And then he won the Oscar. That was the crazy thing. Because they were like, this is how little I knew about the Oscars. This happened. And I go, wait. He was nominated for an... I didn't even fucking know he was nominated for an Oscar. I had no idea. I had no idea he was nominated for an Oscar. 
Uh, and this is why CNN blows. I actually saw it earlier today, too. CNN Plus. So CNN was like, you know, you know what? Some people don't get enough CNN. They need extra CNN. So there's this thing called CNN Plus. Their subscription service launched like a month ago. $6 a month. Can't afford not to get that shit. Uh, and then they're already like talking about laying off people because they suck and nobody wants it. I, unless you just need extra Don Lemon. Excuse me. Unless you need a lot of more Don Lemon in your life. Um, funny, too. I, I tweeted about this, but some very likely some comic wrote that joke for Chris Rock. There's there's a chance that not, but probably, you know, Chris Rock has like a bunch of guys who help him, especially for stuff where it's not stand up. These are just like throwaway one night jokes. Someone wrote that joke for him. Some comic, some up and coming comic wrote that joke and Chris Rock was like, oh, my guy probably feels like a fucking piece of shit. Uh, we got a few super chats here. Uh, Darth Call, Will took the King Richard thing a little too seriously. Actually, you know what? I want to watch the movie now. Good promo for the movie. Uh, I'm, I'm going to watch the King Richard movie now. I haven't seen it yet. But uh, yeah, that was... Uh, and then someone else said, Chris Rock should have said Jada is starring in the Sinead O'Connor bio, biopic. Too far. That is too far. Uh, I mean, again, it would have all these things would have, you know, he could have done a good joke or something along the lines of like, yeah, we're they're they're uh, doing the Sinead O'Connor, but because of like the way Hollywood's going, they had to get a, a black woman as Sinead O'Connor because you're not not a lot of roles for the white ladies anymore. Um, and then someone said, "Who's more famous, American Badger? Who's more famous, Chris or Will?" Hard to say for me. Will Smith is by far more famous than Chris Rock. Will Smith is like. Famous in every inch of the world. He is super famous. Super, super famous. But, you know, you got to feel bad for Chris Rock. I do feel bad for Chris Rock. Um, and But you know what? The thing with Chris Rock is nobody has heard from him. We haven't heard his side of the story. Luckily, I have him calling in tonight. He's going to tell us what happened, what he thinks about it. Uh, I'm very excited. So let's let's uh, let's chat with Chris. See what he has to say. It's oh. calling Chris. How you doing, Danny Bones? Hey, <laughs> Chris Rock, man. How are you doing? Oh man, what can I say? I listen to this show every goddamn week. Man, it's a real hit. I get triggered every time I say that word. I'm uh, even saying. Oh man, it is good to hear you. It is good to hear you, man. You you've been taking kind of an unfair beating right now. You know, you're almost I wouldn't say the bad guy, but there's a lot of people who are not siding with you. How do you feel about the fact that there's literally people who are like, Yeah, Will Smith was right to just slap man, you. In you the would face. look at a white woman's you would look at a white woman's Facebook profile. It's crazy. She's all like Will Smith, he's just protecting his property. And then they go on and say, but I'm a feminist, and violence is never the answer. And then they go, Ukraine? What the hell is that? I forgot about that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that is a very valid point. I, I mean, the whole thing is crappy. And then the fact that, you know, you just have to just deal with all this stuff right now and all this speculation. So I have a question. When it happened, what were you thinking when Will was walking over to you in that moment? Like, did you think about hitting him back? Like, what were you thinking there? I thought he was just coming up with one of those magical pins from Men in Black. 
and he was gonna make me try to forget. And everybody make him all forget. They made all them, all them boys. They were friends of his son. They give it to his business. They be like, oh God damn! I thought he was gonna come man and black me or something like that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, man, he bitch slapped me, and I'm surprised he hit like that. Cause I didn't feel a goddamn thing. He hit like a butterfly. He sting like a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got. You can't let him win this one. You gotta. You gotta definitely say he deserves to win an Oscar for best goddamn lousy audience member. Say that. He was one of those guys that come up to you in like in a redneck town, and he comes yelling at you, and he's like, "I'm trying to help the comedian." He's one of them guys. Yeah, he is. He, he really is. I'm trying to help the comedian guy. He is a heckler. He was, it was one of the, I was saying is he's one of the first instances where the heckler destroys the comedian. Cause all the other videos you see on YouTube, it's comedian destroys heckler. And it seems like for this one instance, it was the heckler got one over, but it was a cheap shot. It was a legit cheap shot. And he did you dirty, Chris. He did you real dirty. Okay. Uh, and I'm sorry. He did my face dirty, but I tell you what he didn't do dirty, my bank account. Everybody's coming to see me perform now. They want to hear what I'm going to sing. And I'm blowing all my good stuff on you, Danny, because uh, you're my man. <laughs> hey, thanks, pal. I appreciate it. So I have, what do you think about the fact that everyone was pointing out how Jada was so open about having sex with all these other men? She's doing these interviews. She's like, yeah, I'm fucking all these other guys. Will Smith is, just has to take it, right? And, you know, this is the thing that set him off. All these people are making – you think he was like – Maybe that has something to do with it. He was taking all that anger out on you. You know, like all I gotta say is that man, I'm glad, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad it wasn't Tupac. I was there. If Tupac wouldn't have smacked me. He would have shot me. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. If that was Tupac, you think he would have made the same? But I guess you could have made the GI Jane joke about Tupac. Although, if you called Tupac GI Jane, that probably wouldn't have sat well with him either. He probably would have. Yeah, you probably would have got fucked up regardless, right? When they gave him an Oscar, dude, when they gave that brother an Oscar, man, I just thought, man, it looked like a lifetime statue. It looked like a statue of his wife. <laughs> <laughs> they were bold and cold. Oh, man, Chris, you still got it. I got to tell you, you have still got it. Um, now, so you have some shows in Boston right now, right? You got to, you're doing some shows in Boston uh, before you I go. I'm going to be with them racist clam chowder motherfuckers in Boston coming up, smacking me in the face. Yeah. I don't believe it's a real motherfucker. <laughs> so you got these shows and uh I, i've seen the tickets their the tickets or sales have gone up 25 times because of this so you are kind of uh making some bank here you are uh you're clear it was actually an inside job man it was an inside job i set him up i told him smack me in the face nobody's coming to goddamn see me perform he was just helping a brother nah. he smacked me in the face and my bling, bling, bling. Oh, man, you must be cleaning up. And I know I saw you in Toronto like four years ago, and you were talking a lot about how you're uh, divorced and your wife was taking so much of your money. So it must be a little bittersweet because you got slapped in the face and you're like, oh, I'm getting all this money. But then your wife is like probably watching at home being like, oh, man, Will Smith just slapped my ex-husband in the face. I'm going to be so much richer than I am already. It's amazing, man. She gonna be a bad factor. I cheated on her and she left me. But Will Smith, what? Man, she cheated on him. He stays with her. I don't know what's going on, man. All I gotta say, you gotta bang your tambourine. That's the last thing. Check it out on the list. Yeah, yeah, check it out. And are you, so in your new act, are you gonna, are you gonna be going hard on Will and Jada or what? Are you gonna let sleeping dogs lie or are you gonna, you gonna give them the business? What's the deal? Well, I had about 55 minutes on President Zelensky. But now I'm gonna have to change things. Yeah, you're less Zelensky stuff, more uh, Will Smith. 
I'm gonna be like Dave Chappelle. I'm just gonna get drunk in this thick house. <laughs> do you do you think they should take his Oscar? Do you think they should take it from him? No, man. He's a great actor, man. He should have won that Oscar for Muhammad Ali because he pretended he knew how to slap a brother. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, man. I don't want to keep you much longer, but uh, I do appreciate you calling in. Um, you are by far the biggest star that we've ever had on the uh, the short life of this show, and I do appreciate it. Uh, that was Chris Rock, everybody. Thank you, Chris. You, anything you, you want to say? No problem, man. I got to get back to ice in my bank account because it's red hot right now. Okay. That's Chris Rock. Thanks, buddy. Take care. All right, that was Chris Rock, everybody, and not comedian Byron Bertram. That was Chris Rock and not comedian Byron Bertram. Um, yes, someone said a real Chris Rock impersonator would use the N-word, but we are on YouTube, everybody, and YouTube does not take kindly to that. Uh, and also, yes, obviously, I did not get uh, Chris Rock on the show, or maybe I did. Uh, the results of the poll. I think the poll is resounding. You guys want the the chat in here. I mean, it's it looks like it's seventy one percent for yes, twenty nine percent for no. So I guess the chat might be coming back. I think this might be the one chatless episode, but we'll see. We'll see if we can uh, change it up. That was not uh, that was not Ryan. Everybody, that was Byron Bertram. And I will uh, I will put his his info in the uh, the YouTube uh, description. You can go follow him. A very funny comedian from Vancouver, British Columbia. Lovely. Um, okay, we're gonna open the phone lines in a shortly, very shortly. Uh, I just want to get to one thing because this is a hilarious story, which I thought was, I guess. Hilarious. So Donald Trump. I don't talk about Trump a lot on the podcast. Uh, you know, doesn't get a lot of play. But he uh, was in the news because he made a hole-in-one. I don't know if there's any golfers who listen to this podcast. I'm a big golfer. I love golf. Never made a hole-in-one. I've maybe come close. But the thing with the hole-in-one is even if you're close, you're not close. Like, unless you're, like, within an inch, you're not really close. You feel like you go, oh, that was in the six inches. That was close. You're not close. You're not close at all. You're actually very far, even though it feels close. It's not. So Donald Trump made a fucking hole-in-one at his course, and he had to make a statement. He issued a statement being, hey, everybody, just so you know, I did, in fact, get a hole-in-one because he has so many haters that the first thing, because everybody's like, he's a liar, all this stuff. So the first instinct is to go, Trump is lying. He did not get a hole-in-one. He was playing with uh, Hall of Fame golfer Ernie Els, Gene Sowers, Ken Duke, and Mike Goods. Um and these are all, you know, Ernie Els, the, the uh, big easy Ernie Els. He's, he's a, you know, one of the greatest golfers ever. He's a multiple major winner, I believe. Uh, and he had to come out and say this. He goes, yeah, I made a hole in one. Uh, uh, this is, he was, it was despite rather be there being a rather strong wind, the ball bounced twice and then went clank into the hole. Now, Trump is a good golfer. Everybody wants to shit on him. And he goes, nah. like, you know, he must be, I bet you he's like a single digit handicap. He's also like 70 years old and plays tons of golf um and then the best part was so he had to like you know i don't doubt that he got the hole in one like someone who plays that much golf there's no you know eventually you, you get one if you're decent you, like which he seems to be you'll probably get one it's not a guarantee but i i believe that he got one and another thing is it's not like he's always saying oh i get hole in ones all the time 
if you people who are you know into golf, you're not like lying about getting hole in ones and stuff. So I believe that he uh, can I swing a club? Yeah, I'm 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 okay. I'm okay golfer. I'm like shooting like the 90s probably. Um, and then, but the best part was at the end of it, he goes, I won't tell you who won because I'm a very modest individual. And then you'll say I was bragging and I don't like people who brag, he said, which he's kind of insinuating that he beat Ernie Els, which there's no fucking way. Maybe Ernie Els gave him like two strokes a hole, but there's zero way that Trump uh, beat Ernie Els in not in a million fucking years. Ernie Els probably drives the ball. Ernie Els is like competing on the champions tour. He probably drives the ball 310 yards. But the best was, uh, I don't know if anybody ever saw this, when Kim Jong-un died, or Kim Jong-il, sorry, Kim Jong-un's uh, father, they, um, they, they, in North Korea, he, right after he died, um, they, in North Korea, they announced that he had, like, all these golf records in North Korea. So he, but he only played golf one time. So Kim Jong-il played one, golf. He never played golf ever. He wasn't into golf. And then one time he decides he's going to pick up golf. Uh, and he, uh, he shot a 38 under par Kim Jong-il, including 11 holes in one on one 18 hole course. He had 11 holes in one, you know, you gotta, there's a few drivable par fours here, except for it's a 7,700 yard championship course at Pyongyang in the very first golf round of his life. It was in 1994. He was 52 years old. Even more impressive. He stood at five foot three. And was able to overpower this course. It's amazing. Just, you know, that he, that's what a real psycho does. He goes, yeah, I never played golf. I remember one time I went to a, like a golf simulator with this guy who was a friend of my, or a cousin of my friend. We went to the golf simulator. This guy was talking so much shit. How he, he like, he's like, yeah, I uh, played golf on the weekend. He's like, yeah, I shot a 64. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm shooting 105 at the time. He's like, I know what someone who shoots a 64 looks like. And he goes, yeah, I shot a 64. And I was like, holy shit, I'm about to play a golf simulator with a guy who shot a 64 on the weekend. And then his first shot, he just shanks it. I'm like, oh, you're a pathological liar. You didn't shoot a 64, you mental case. Anyways, uh, that was the golf section. I'm going to read a couple emails, and then we're going to open up these phone lines. We're going to open them up. I didn't talk about the war this week. Well, I talk about the war on comedians, but I didn't talk about the war on uh, anything else. So... We're going we're gonna to read a couple emails. Okay. Dear Danny, I've been listening to the Female Dating Strategy Podcast. I didn't know there was a Female Dating Strategy Podcast, but if you listen to the Boys Cast, we talk about Female Dating Strategy. It's essentially male dating strategy for women. They're essentially like it's the game, but for women, and they're very similar. He said, what do you think that the women that belong to the community get out of it? Do you think it's pure coping? Or maybe there are good strategies for women over 35 that just want a guy they can bitch around finally does a fat ukrainian jew count as a minority uh i will say to answer your last question uh maybe in the 80s it would have counted as a minority currently it is not a minority it's not a minority um in terms of the female dating strategy and this is from gabriel by the way in terms of the female dating strategy uh, community, what do they get out of it? Is I think they're tired. These are all women who just can't find love, and you know, I think they're tired of getting. I don't want to say fucked over, but what they're doing, they're probably kind of going through like the normal playbook, the playbook they thought was the playbook, and it's not working. They they have a bit of incel vibes because you can tell they're very bitter. These are very bitter 
angry people uh, generally. I, you don't see, like, if you go on that subreddit, it's not a lot of, like, happy, like, oh, you know, maybe, like, and you, if you if you do this, I'll like you. They 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 look down on women who uh, try and curry the favor of men. They're like, they're, I mean, again, they're very similar to like guys who are into the game and stuff. They're just like, look, guys ain't shit. They're fucking dime a dozen. You want to pay for me? Fuck you. You don't want to bring me flowers? Fuck you. You don't like what I like? Fuck you. They're, that's just their thing. They're like, look, uh, this is like you ain't shit. I'm the shit. And if you don't like it, I'll replace you in a minute. So it's kind of they're taking a more masculine approach to dating. Um, and that, that's it. That's what I think they are. I think they're like, you know what? The female strategy isn't working for them. They're trying something else. Okay. One more question, and then we will get uh, – we're going to open up these phone lines. Okay. So Danny is from Sean. I'm a man. He makes it, he, he goes, this is the first line. He goes, I am a man. I have a girlfriend of many years. We have a toddler. My girlfriend is great. We have a pretty good sex life, but we both are very busy. I'm working full time and finishing an advanced STEM degree, which is very time consuming. I bet it is, Sean. She takes care of the kid, the house, and has other side projects that she does for money. I still have the sex drive of a 20-year-old. I am told that it will decrease as I get older, but no such luck yet. I feel like as much as the next man, but if I go too long without it, I can't think straight. It can be a bit of a hassle sometimes, and I really need my mind to be focused on my profession. My girlfriend and I are intimate five to six times a month. I feel like this is sufficient for a girlfriend of many years and a relatively new mom. It's not enough for me. So I utilize prostitutes. Not too often, maybe two to three times a month when masturbation just doesn't cut it. Is it wrong to do that? I grew up around a bunch of old gangsters and they would always say just because a person has sex with other women, that doesn't mean they don't love their wife. I agree with that. I have needs. I don't fall in love with these women or have any kind of relationship with them. I purposely use prostitutes because I get what I need, pay them, and they go away. I don't want any other relationship. I am happy and don't have the time anyways. So what do you think? Am I wrong? Should I stop? Okay. Um, yeah. This is uh, this is not a good one. So first off, you do not. Um, you said I utilize prostitutes not too often, maybe two to three times a month. That's a ton of prostitutes, dude. If you let's say we'll just say two and a half, okay? Imagine I don't know if they're different, but if they are, that's thirty different prostitutes a year. That's insane. I mean, that's insane to say that this is a infrequent thing you eh, it's not too often now the one thing i guess you're saying is like yeah i grew up with a bunch of old gangsters and you know i i guess you're saying that this is your you know this is like how i was brought up i guess you're trying to some nurture thing so that you know maybe you're like that's what i saw and i i, I don't know man if you have a new a toddler uh with i mean dude you gotta think like because it happens all the time that guys do shit like this and then they get found out and you know what what do you think her reaction is going to be because a lot of women are just going to fucking leave you and then you're not going to have a toddler you're not going to have a girlfriend you're going to be starting all over from scratch and uh you're going to have your stem degree i don't know man like i i, I don't uh oh. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I probably, I mean, yes, it is, it is wrong to use <laughs> a prostitute two to three times a month. I would try to maybe have sex more with your girlfriend. I guess I don't. I don't know, man. It sounds like you have like a just a legit sex addiction. Uh, I, I can't even really. Like, you know, it's easy, I guess, to rationalize it in that sense. But, and you know, you're saying like, look, I'm trying to just masturbate, but that's not working. But, dude, you know, if you just have to think like what what scenario if you get caught, which is I'm sure likely, you know, how's that going to play out? So you're just you're starting over your fucking life. Is that is that worth it? I don't know. This this seems like uh, it honestly seems like someone describing a drug addiction. To be honest, like it seems like uh, seems like someone describing a drug addiction. In the chat, someone says, um, "Just get a second girlfriend." Which no, that doesn't really uh, doesn't really help. Yeah, that doesn't really help to go get a um, second girlfriend. If anything, that's probably more problems. But yeah, I mean, I would, I would stop. I, I'm sure there are women. I don't know if my my um, my idea about this has been colored from the Sopranos, but in that lifestyle, like I honestly, you tell me this, and I go, I feel like you're talking about like you're you you grew up with like you know you say gangsters, like you grew up in a Sopranos like world where everybody just has the other girlfriend and all that stuff, and but you know. You gotta. I guess you need a partner, or your your girlfriend or whatever, who's you think is gonna be okay with that shit. Because, I mean, most most women are not going to. Um, they are not going to be cool with that. Anyways, good luck, man. Good, good fucking luck. That has been the email portion, and uh, I'm going to say it right now. The phone lines are open, everybody. If you'd like to call. Phone lines are open. Call in. Tell me whatever you want to talk about. We can talk about. You want to talk about the ward. You have uh, questions about our boy with the prostitutes. We have a call. Hello. Welcome to Low Valley Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, this is a uh, Darth Call. What's up, Darth Call? I saw you in the super chat. Shout out to you. Appreciate oh, you, you, man. Sir. I appreciate that. Nice yeah. to uh, make your acquaintance, sir. Likewise, likewise. Uh, what can I help you with? Well, I had a question, if that's okay. It's yes, a, absolutely. I was wondering, why do you think that the more technology progresses, the more society regresses? Um, define society regresses. Uh, like, like, how do you, how do you, because I feel like we're, like, how do you feel like we're regressing? Well, you know, dudes being pregnant, for instance, would be. Right, right, right. You're saying like. Maybe women having dongs for instance like you're just basically saying like all the the gender identity stuff is is a regression well uh, i guess that's one well I but, that, that's but i'd say that's only one kind of um that's one pillar of like a g larger thing because i'd say in many ways we you know we're almost always at kind of the the apex of society but yeah that i understand what you're saying but you think I mean, also, I guess, like financially, the wealth disparity has only been increasing, especially in the last two years. Yeah, another, I guess example. Yeah, that's true. And do you think that's a function of technology? I mean, I would say I this. Know, I, I, I would say technology 
has made it so that, you know, like technology is more of a, almost a, a evening the field, if anything, because, you know, there's so many people. And I think you're going to, because of COVID kind of like sped that up, but like there's so many people who are going to be, you know, losing jobs in like places like America to someone who literally works in the Philippines and does the exact same job for, you know, for them, it would be, you know, for for like you can pay half the price, but for them, it's actually a huge raise from what they might have made like mm. pre this. So it's hard to say specifically um, in terms of the like all the gender stuff. I don't really I honestly always felt that like the it really sped up like it like almost if you graphed it out, it almost went like parabolic and it was just a straight reaction to Trump. Like mm. it seems really tied around his election. Like it seemed like it was kind of gradually puttering along, you know, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't like they were, it was, it was progressing, but it wasn't progressing in a, like, you know, the rate of change was not like what it is now. And then right. because Trump got elected, people were like, cause I even saw this in Canada. I remember in Canada, this was happening and like, it was like, we don't even have Trump. It's not even our. Mm. It's not even in our country, but like you I mean, can see it happening. It seemed like uh, this is just my opinion, but it seemed like it didn't matter that they were separate countries. Like Trump really still was pissing off everyone. I mean, North, South, and North America. You know what I mean? I mean, but not even North America. Like I bet you, even in Australia or fucking oh yeah, globally, globally, globally like sure. globally, he oh, somehow yeah. there was like this retaliation. It was almost like people are. I, I can't, I don't know if I can explain it exactly, but it, it almost seemed like they were like lashing out at his existence. I mean, like, oh yeah, you're like, you want to be, because he, he was made out of obviously this huge villain and people were like, oh yeah, you want to be like this piece of shit? How about we mm -hmm. let trans women swim and like all this stuff? Like that'll really freak him out. You know, like it, yeah. it, it a, a lot of it felt like that to me with, uh, with, with that kind of stuff. And then, you know, it was like, with a lot of the trans stuff too, it was, you know, it started off with just like, oh, hey, like, you know, it would be nice if I could just be a woman. And people are like, well, if you don't have to do it, if I don't have to do anything about it, sure. What do I care? Right. Mm -hmm. I, I was, I was talking about this, uh, on, uh, last week on the podcast, I believe. Yeah. I was talking about it last week on the podcast where I, this Canadian comedy booker and then, you know, she was, and it got, by the end of this conversation I had with her, turned out that she just wanted me. She was like, you have to say I'm a biological woman. And I was like, wow. I was like, that was never the deal here. Right. You know, that was never the deal for me to say you're a biological woman. You get to live like a woman. I get to not care, but like not, you know, like not stop you from doing anything. That's like, you know, obviously within reason kind of stuff. But like, you, you can't make me think you're a biological woman. Like that was, right. you know what I mean? And then, and then, but it was one of those things where it's just, you, you you give them a, an inch and then they they take a foot or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but but in terms of the actual, I, I don't know the technology thing. I, I mean, I don't know if that's. Well, I mean, would you say would you say that technology has made dating worse because now everyone's just swiping right? They're, they're dating online. Like it's it's just weird how it's evolved. I would say. It's I yeah. So I, I don't know. Like it, it's made LA. it better. It's made it better for men for sure, because mm -hmm. women were definitely. Uh, uh, a hotter commodity no pun intended before like when you had to approach a woman and that was the whole dynamic was men approach women women do not yeah. approach 
men. So it was totally one-sided, right? And then the advent of online dating was you didn't have to approach women, and it really did kind of open it up to, I mean, just me personally, like pre-online dating and post, like I did way better once it was like there was an app versus. Interesting. Yeah. See, for me, like I find it's just so strange you know it's like almost like you're grocery shopping you know what i mean and like i i miss the older way but, but nothing well i'll say this not one nothing's stopping you from the older way and not only that the people who are operating on the older way are greatly advantaged now because now mm. that has been but that's become the thing that less people do so if a woman's at a bar and you're like not like gross or whatever you know and you you have the confidence to go talk to a woman she's like probably doesn't really happen that much anymore because Mm -hmm. women are kind of used to the online thing so you actually are if you're willing to go do that you're actually hugely advantaged now that's true that's true i mean it's kind of crazy in la do you do that do you do you go online or do you like are you single i'm single yeah what's your deal do you go do you meet women out or do you how old are you um, 37, 37. Okay. So, and, and yeah, so do you, like, do you try and go out and meet women at bars and stuff or? Yeah, I definitely don't do the online thing. I've done it like once or twice and it's just so strange that, you know, it's well, not really what, my vibe. What specifically about it? Do you didn't like, like the meat market of, of making a classified ad for yourself kind of thing? Yeah, I guess that, that would, I guess would be part of it. I never really thought about it, but that would be one I'd say. And just why yeah. you just were like, I don't, it's just, I don't, this is, uh, because there isn't, it doesn't if, feel natural. It doesn't feel natural, but I mean, in LA, I mean, it's so. not natural. It's certainly not, but also you live in the fucking LA, which is nothing natural about. There's nothing natural about it, dude. Like yesterday I was walking on the street and I don't, I don't like walking by people and like looking ahead and ignoring them. Like I'll just smile and say, Hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. And I walked by a couple of people in a row and both times, like, I guarantee you they heard me. I guarantee you they saw me. And then their eyes are dead ahead and they just kept walking like I was like a gremlin. It's crazy. Are, are you are you from like a small town or something? No, I'm from the Bay Area and I moved down to L.A. Oh, okay. Because that's that kind of thing that you just described, that's like a small town thing. It sounds like you need to live in a small town because that what you just described is very normal behavior for yeah. somewhere that you could describe as like a community, right? Mm-hmm. Like a smaller place where people know each other and stuff. But yeah, and I mean, in New York, like I would, if you do that shit in New York, you are going to have all kinds of problems. Like, really? oh, hell yeah. Like, I mean, what? LA's just, I mean, first off, there's so many crazies in New York. Just, you know, you make well, I mean, eye LA's contact. Some psychos, yeah, LA has <laughs> them too. But like you make eye contact. Because that's the thing is like, you can't really make eye contact with strangers in New York. Yeah. And I imagine there's a degree to that in LA as well. So you have to think people are a little um, just like on, you know, they, they are aware of that. So then if, you know, a, like, I don't know, if someone just said what's up to me on the sidewalk in New York, yeah. I would walk faster. Wow. Reg- I mean, it's real. I just, I would be like, hey, how you doing? That's like, that's all I would say. It's like a normal greeting. You know? Yeah. It's supposed to be uh, awkward. Yeah. You know what it is? It's we've, yeah, we, we've gone so far away from that. And then because there's like, we've just basically prescribed that type of behavior to lunatics. 
Like that mm-hmm. used to be a pretty probably normal thing. And in like, a, you know, a smaller town that would be like where I grew up probably. And, you know, like in and not even a small town, but it's a city in, you know, Canada. Maybe you just need to live in Canada. That seems like probably a more uh, more Canadian thing. To just like but say, then I can't and I can't leave depending, you know what I mean? Like I don't want to be isolated because I'm not allowed to get plane tickets back out. It seems like a well, they're actually as of tomorrow, they're opening it up. It's all really it's all, it's all open as of as uh or April first, yeah. It's tomorrow, oh, it's tomorrow April first. Um yeah, as of April first, you don't need uh anything to go to Canada anymore. No tests. I think you might need wow. a vaccine. You might need to be vaccinated, actually. I could be wrong on that, but you don't need to get tested or anything like that to get into Canada any longer. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, uh, I'm interested in what other people think because yeah, someone said like, you know, in the Midwest and we do that, you know, but yeah, it's just like, like an Chicago. LA. Yeah. But it's yeah. like an LA, New York thing. I think it's just like New York, especially like if you try and make small talk with people on say like the subway in New York, <laughs> yeah. they just think you're up to something. Nobody, wow. everybody's so cynical at this point. That, right. you know, like if you talk to, say you talk to a woman, she's like, right. oh, this guy wants to fuck me. He's just, that's it. Right. He wants to right. fuck me, nothing else. Right. And if you're, if it's to a man, like in New York, they'll be like, okay, this guy's trying to rob me or he's trying to do something. Like he's, he, he's up to something. What's his angle? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's always, yeah. Always going to be some sort of angle. Yeah. Everybody in the chat is like, yeah, I'm from Nebraska. We do that. So it's just. It seems like it's just you're you're displaced. You have your your wow. ment- you have a Midwestern mentality, but you're in literally the opposite place. You're in fucking Los Angeles, which is just yeah. I mean, I'm like right in Hollywood, man. It is crazy. Yeah, it's like you. It's like you know the fakest people on earth where you live. Probably everybody's like, oh, what? Like, I'm, if they don't think you could do something for them, yeah. probably like, why would I even respond to this guy? And if yeah. you do it to women, like, you know, women are, you know, they just have that, their antennas up to, because guys are tr- constantly doing that to women, you know? Like, it, it's one thing if you do it to guys, and then it would be maybe a little different. You might have, like, but if you try women, I mean, women are just always being like, yeah, that guy's trying to fuck me. Why else? Well, the two people I walked by yesterday were both chicks, and I was not trying to hit on them at all. But they like, don't know that you're not trying to hit on them. Like, right. like they have not only do they not know that you're not trying to hit on them, they specifically think you are trying to hit on them because wow. they get it all the time. The only way that it'll work is if you go pick like some of the on the scale you know, like go do that to a girl, a pretty like, you know, homely looking woman mm-hmm. who is in, you know, like a middle aged, homely looking woman who doesn't get any kind of male attention. I'm sure right. that might work for you. But if you go do that to some, you know, 25 year old who's f- somewhat attractive, she's just like, yeah, I get this all the time. And mm. every single time it's not some guy who wants to be my friend or just wants right. to say hi it's some guy who wants to fuck me. Man, yeah, crazy time. It's, it's the t- yeah, it's the it's the it's the world in which we live, unfortunately. But um, yeah, but you know what? Go take a trip to the Midwest because that shtick will fucking fly. I was just in Nashville. That would do great in Nashville. Yeah, I mean, I used to. I was in Chicago for a year doing VO, and people were so much nicer. Like everyone smiles, everyone says hi. Yeah, you know, it's like a whole different vibe. I was because I'm I'm from California, like my whole life northern and southern so going to chicago was definitely like a culture shock and then i came back 
and it got even more vapid down in Hollywood. Like yeah, they, I mean, you literally live in the worst place for it. I don't wow. think there is a worse place for what you're describing to just randomly where you're really like, I don't want anything in return. I just want to say hi, just kind of just build a community, build community. and Not even build community, but it's just like, I think it's weird walking past people and pretending like they're not there. It's fucking strange. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would say most people would be like, yeah, it's strange with some, some guy uh, is, is saying hi. Will you just say hi? I mean, it depends. It, like, if it's in the morning, I'll just be like, "Good morning." Or yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, See, yeah, I, like, hey, like if someone you? said "Good morning," I would be my my first instinct was I would be caught off guard because it just doesn't <laughs> happen. But I would say like, "Oh, good morning." Like, I would say that back. I wouldn't break stride or anything. I would just, you know, if that's kind of that kind of thing. Maybe maybe brace for an assault. Maybe yeah. in New York a little more, yeah. But like, I definitely for a second I'd be like. Like there were not even a second, a millisecond. I'd be like, like I would scan it for being like, what's what's going on here, and then you know it would be like almost a threat assessment, and then I'd be like, oh, it's nothing. Right. Okay, hey. Well, yeah. you know, I can't blame you for that because I make threat assessments twenty four seven when I'm on the street in L A. Because I mean, even in the last year, it's gotten so much more violent and just beyond messed up. Oh like, yeah, New, New York I'm too. I'm always aware of what's behind me on my left, on my right, in front. Like I'm never not aware of my. Yeah, and ever. I mean, if think about a woman who's like that, they probably have to like be like that but even more so oh definitely yeah yeah that's true um anyways yeah try someone someone said indianapolis philadelphia yeah like dude you try that in philadelphia go philadelphia be like good morning some of you like hey you know what go fuck yourself like you and people are <laughs> yeah. not gonna be like at least in la they'll ignore you in philly they will just tell you to go fuck yourself yeah, I mean, yeah, I can't it, leave LA at the moment, but uh, shitty because you know I have to be here for what I do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, well, you know what? Uh, well, maybe if you can leave, if you ever get a chance to get out of there, you can uh, go try that uh, somewhere else. Not New York, though. Uh. Not New York. No, 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 New York. Hell no, dude. You need to go. Not New York. Not LA. Everywhere else, I think is will somewhat work, but those two places specifically not. Wow. Um, all right, Crazy. cool, cool, dude. Thanks for uh, thank you for calling in. Hey, no problem, Danny. Pleasure uh, to meet you, man. Thanks yeah, likewise. For me. Take care. Have a nice night. You too. All right, yeah, that's uh, that was Darth. You you don't like you can say you know you, you can say hey it's uh, it's a nice thing to do. It's sad that we can't do that anymore. All right, we got uh, we got another call. Hello, thank you for calling Low Value Mail. Who am I speaking with? Hey, this is Craig. What's That's up, a fake name. Craig? How <laughs> are you up? doing? Hey, uh, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Um, what do you think? You? Do you think it's weird? So, did you, did you hear the last caller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I actually feel the same way because I I feel pressure to like say hi. I live in the south, and I feel pressure to say hi and talk to people too. Like it, it's weird when. Uh, when people kind of ignore each other, I kind of wish people ignored each other, though. Um, so you're I, so basically where you live because you're in the south and there's that whole southern hospitality stuff. Yeah. So people do say hi to you. They'll just be like, "Hey, morning." Yeah, yeah, kind of. I think so. I mean, I think it's like fifty-fifty. Like maybe people will say hi, maybe they won't. But people will. Like but this, people will, yeah. like in New York, that is unfucking heard of for yeah. a stranger to just say hello to you. I walked outside this morning with my dog and my neighbor like 
I think I pissed him off. I don't know. I got maybe got, got uh, close to him or something. And he was like, hey, good morning. I'm like, hey, good morning to you. And you were like a little thrown <laughs> off. Do you live yeah, in like a dense, like burbs, like if you live in the burbs or anything, that's totally normal behavior anywhere. Like even if you live in the burbs, like New York or whatever, I mean like densely populated concrete jungle kind of city stuff. Like yeah, that's just no go. Like that's just yeah. a no go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone said Texas, normal thing to say. So I I yeah, it's it's I think it's just a geography thing. And yeah. uh and I I bet it's a function of crime rate too. Like the higher the crime rate where you are, the less yeah. that's going to do. Yeah. Um anyways, Craig, what what uh what, what can I uh do you for? Okay. I called in last week about this and I didn't get an answer, but I want to hear your controversial economic opinion that you have. Oh, it goes against the grain. And I have one. I'll start off. Okay. Yeah. I think raising interest rates raises inflation, right? Because the whole thought is, I guess, like you raise inflation rates and it crashes the economy and it goes down. I guess that makes sense. But like, if you're raising interest rates, it raises prices. And isn't that inflation? I I don't get it. Well, no. Yes and no. Because if you raise interest rates, the idea is that it uh, slows demand. Because when interest rates are super low, people go, hey, I can borrow money at like zero interest or, you know, very low levels of interest. And then I can go buy lots of shit. So, like, the one thing this is not really applying to is, like... Fix- you know, you sound like Jerome Powell right now. Well, this is just how... I mean, I have this is what they taught you in Econ yeah, yeah, 101, yeah. you know? They're like, you know, if, if interest rates are low... I mean, think about it for housing, right? Like, interest rates have been super low for whatever, 10 years or whatever the fuck, five years, six years. And we have this crazy housing bubble. Like, even with... Yeah. You know, everything that's going on in the economy, housing is just like a nonstop freight train. And then like mortgage rates have fixed mortgage rates have doubled. And you would okay. think you go, yeah, if if the, your mortgage is going up, that'll kind of cool down the housing market a bit because people are going to think twice or at least, you know, hold off maybe until a mortgage rates yeah. come down. But it's not. Um, but I'd say my controversial opinion is that, which I, I don't know if I said it on this podcast, but I've said it before. And then my girlfriend actually says she heard it on Fox news the other day was that cause everybody's like inflation's so bad. But the one thing I, I think inflation is actually good in the one sense, um, that, I mean, inflation is good in the sense that it, it, if, uh, it can increase wages, like wage inflation is good. Cause that just means everybody, yeah. Makes more money, which is not a bad thing. And and we, there is a chance, like my friend Gabe thinks that that's coming, where kind of wages are gonna. And you see it everywhere, actually, where wages are really going up a lot for like the, the lower end stuff, which is gonna raise all wages because you know if the guy who works um, below you now makes more money than you, then you're like, well, give me a raise, or I fucking I'm going somewhere else. And there's so many, so few job openings, or there's so many job openings. Sorry, relative to how many people. Um, but my thing is is with shrinkflation because I like I've I haven't, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't noticed a ton of really like insane price increases. Although my laundromat that I go to raised their prices ten percent, but yeah. um, shrinkflation I have noticed like packages are really getting smaller. I, You're I, on that shrinkflation. You're counting the Doritos. I'm not counting the Doritos. I just, <laughs> uh, well, you know what it is? It's because I look at the calories and I go, there's less calories in these things. And the fucking just like a soda, like, you know, you get a thing and you're just like in my hand. It's like, it's just, yeah. it feels smaller. 
right? Yeah. But in that sense, because like you know, America legitimately does have this like you know up until I mean it still does, but this whole obesity epidemic, and it's generally <laughs> because people eat these like shitty, overprocessed you know foods. Yeah. That if they're just ten percent less, I don't see that you can't buy ten percent more. I guess you could buy twice as much, but most yeah. people are not going to do that. They're not going to be like, "Oh, I'm buying two of these." They'll just buy the one still, but it's slightly smaller. So in that one thing, I will say that inflation is uh, is good. That that okay. is yeah. You want to hear what else is going on? Yeah. Okay. So this is might be a little weird because I think he might be watching, but I'll run. Did you get? Did you get that job by the way? Whatever happened with that? <laughs> um, no, I don't. I think you called back from them. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, okay. So I have this friend, and he met a girl like five months ago, and he's like convinced that they're gonna get married, and he just told me he wants me to like be a part of his proposal. Ugh. <laughs> he wants me it it gets better <laughs> he wants me to drive down to the beach i guess by myself while they're already there and i guess like hold up a sign and say like will you marry this guy and then i guess like drive like eight hours back by myself eight hours i mean yeah what the <laughs> fuck why does he need you um, I mean, how, okay. First off, how good of a friend it's, it's is engagement? He? It's a life changing event. He says or whatever. How, how good of a friend is he? Like, is he top? I mean, oh, would you be like a groom? Yeah, he's a top three. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's like one of your super close friends and he yeah. lives eight hours away. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know how. Yes. Seven. Yeah. See, this is where the gig economy I feel comes in because like he does not wait. Did you say he lives eight hours away? No, we we live seven hours from the beach. They're going to go down there. Oh, and then I have to go there by myself. Oh. I guess after them. Oh, oh, you just and... have to follow them. You live in the same city, <laughs> and he's going to the. I would say, does it ha- like? Is there anything that's added by you being the person holding the sign? Like, is that part I of guess. it, or is he, or he just needs a sign holder? I. I, I didn't go into details, uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess like I would see if I, I could just I, hire I think he someone. Wants me to be there, you know, like uh, have a little party. I guess I I don't know. Uh, it sounds like you're kind of fucked here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like I don't know. It's like if it's a really close friend, yeah, and you're just like I, I would make sure to be like, look, just so you know, if you get divorced, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> Not holding up a will you divorce this guy sign. No, no, I'm not saying will you divorce this guy, but I'm just be like, if you ever get divorced and you want to fucking do one of these stupid ass proposals again, you're like, count me out uh, yeah. for number two. But yeah. yeah, that one seems like a hard, hard one. It, it, I feel like you know that you kind of are resigned to having to do this because, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't really know. The only thing I could say is maybe try and convince him to do it somewhere closer. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I, I could I could push that. I'll push that. Yeah, maybe just closer or like you got to convince him that whatever his idea is is not actually that romantic. Like he's like, oh, I'm going to go to the beach. And you're like, beach is overdone. She's going to get sand in her eyes. Yeah, you know, the beach is so overdone. Like, why don't you? And then just have an idea of something that's like closer. But you can't yeah. obviously make it seem like that's your your reasoning because she's. You do it at my place. Yeah. And what's what's the conceit for him taking her seven hours to the beach? Go to the beach. I don't know. Don't you? Well, what if we went to the beach? Wouldn't that be fun? I, 
seven hours away? Uh, yeah, like I it's mean, like a well, week, but it's like it would be like a weekend trip or something. Yeah, I think a weekend for them. I guess just like a a day for me. I was like, so am I going to be down there? For no, like three the days deal. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. <laughs> this is next. Okay, the deal here is he goes. Okay, yes, I'll go there for the weekend also. Yeah. But like he's got to get you like a fucking hotel or something for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So you can hang out with them because like what he just expects you to like just drive like wake up at crack of dawn, drive yeah, in, exactly. do this shit, and then be like, all right, you lovebirds <laughs> have fun. I'm gonna drive seven hours home now. <laughs> no, 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 fourteen hours of travel. That's a hotel. There's a hotel involved there. Yeah. Do you have yeah. a girlfriend? I don't. I don't. Or like yeah. a girl you're dating? Nothing. Nothing, nothing. Yeah, seven hours is too far. Someone said it yeah. in the chat, but that's too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's too far. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. Like, if he really insists, he sounds like an unreasonable person, but you got to be like, okay, well, then you got to put me up in a hotel because I'm not. I'm staying, yeah, I'm he wasn't too pushy about it, but it was just like, I, I can't. He, so, also, this is like a new trend I've been seeing. So, like, I, I'm going to be his best man, I guess. I'm somebody else's best man, too. Um, and so, the other guy. He planned his own bachelor party. Like he didn't even ask me to do anything. I'm like, this is fucking sick. This is the best best man ever. Like I he gets to do whatever he wants and yeah. Like, and you're just all you know, just along for the ride? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah like, that sounds I, like, great. Nope. No, yeah, no pressure on me to do anything. I think I've heard other people do that too. And I told this guy to do that. I'm like, you should plan your own bachelor party because he's very big on events and you know, obviously Apparently, like, yeah. like that. Yeah. And he's just like he was like, what? No, I, I've been dreaming about somebody else playing my bachelor party. Oh, like, I dude, my like, there's something on, I man. find very suspicious about guys <laughs> who have dreamt about their wedding. <laughs> something really where guys goes, I've dreamt about this my whole life. And you dreamt about your wedding? <laughs> like, I mean, it's like a chick thing to do. He's looking for Princess Charming. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, minimum, he has to get you a fucking hotel. He has okay. to get you a hotel if he's going to make you do that. But I think what you do is you try and convince him that that's not cool. You go, yeah, yeah. it's like, like maybe go find like a bunch of examples. Be like, look, it's been done. She's going to yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, you just, you got to go do a little bit of research, find, present him with three better alternatives. Yeah. And then that way you'll be like, look, one of these three things better than what you thought of. And they're all close. Closer. Yeah. 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 Cool. Um, okay, cool, Craig. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Take care, bud. Yeah, that's someone says Danny is saving men one simp at a time. I mean, driving seven hours—that's ridiculous. How how can you do that to your friend, making them drive seven hours? That's insane to me. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, By the way, shout out to all the people who are watching this on Reddit because I'm streaming on Reddit. Uh, If you want to participate in the chat, we're on YouTube. Um, Just search low value mail on YouTube and you get in on the low value mail YouTube chat. And again, I'm sorry to the four people on Twitch uh, who can't chat. I wonder if they they have been like, didn't realize and they've just been chatting. They're like, hello? Hello? I can't see your Twitch chats. Um, Anyways, the phone lines are open, everybody. Yeah, the dude does sound, someone says the guy sounds like a bridezilla. He really does sound like a bridezilla. Uh, I would never, like the only thing I could say that's comparable to that is like I've had friends um, who get married, the resort 
the destination wedding, you know, like that's the thing where people go, I'm having a destination wedding. And I had a friend who had a destination wedding and which was cool. It was in Jamaica. It was, it was cool, but it was fucking like, you know, you're asking your friends, yeah, you're coming to your wedding. And you're like, yeah, it'll be 2,500 bucks a person to come to my wedding. And you're like, I mean, yeah, it's, I wasn't planning on going on a $2,500 vacation. I was not planning on it, but what choice do I have? JJ's in the chat. JJ, call in if you want. Hello. Thank you for calling Low Value Mail. Danny, what's going on, man? It's Chad Turner. How you doing? Hey, what's up, Chad? How you doing, man? I'm all right, man. Just chilling here. Yeah, just chilling? How are things? Yeah, 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 man. I'm just sitting here hitting the J. You know, I was I was wondering I was going to ask you about some uh, weed, some weed questions. Yeah, yeah. Ask me about some weed questions. Absolutely. What do you think about the What do you think about the driving seven hours? No, nah, it's nah, crazy, that, right? Yeah, that's that's ridiculous, man. That's, I don't know. Definitely, at least a hotel. I don't see why they couldn't put them up in a hotel. Yeah, I'm like, I, I don't know, man. It that is. Yeah, I mean, I, the only thing I could think of is like, is this just the you have a history with this guy of just asking all this shit yeah, where, you know, he's just the friend who just does all these requests all the time. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. Like, it's just like, you know, he's, he's one of them friends where you, you know, he's going to do it cause he's just down. Um, so someone like, says, is this caller high? Yes. Yes. He, yes, he is. Yes, he is. I'm Chad is high. He absolutely Chad is. So what, you wanted on. to ask me about weed? Yes. 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 Okay. Sure. That's some general questions. Now I don't know. Are you a bong guy? I, I heard you say that you smoke maybe sometimes. Um, so I used to be like pretty, I used to smoke a lot. Um, I am not a, not a bong guy. It's, you know what? It's, it's, it's really like an age thing. Depends on, you know, when I was in college, you know, you're in college, you're like, yeah, I was a bong guy and then you smoke bongs and then we got a volcano. You ever seen one of those things? The volcano vaporizer. I had one of those mm. for a while, which was, that was, what's, about, what's that? Oh man. It's, it's this, it's made in Germany. It's, um, it looks, it's a silver. It looks like a volcano. I don't even, they must make them still. And the inside of it is basically like a, like a, like a glue gun or almost. So it's, it's like a, a blow dryer, but it has an element and hot air passes over the weed. And then it fills up this bag with, um, vapor and then you just like, and then you pop this nozzle onto it, and then you have this giant bag of vapor, and you just smoke it, and it gets you high. Wow, uh, that sounds like way too much. It was. It was one of those things. Yeah, you know, someone said they guys used to rent volcanoes. Yeah, there was. I used to do comedy at this place in Toronto, this weed lounge, and you could rent a volcano for the show, and they were expensive too. I don't know what I was thinking. I bought one probably when I was like twenty. 20 years old. I think me and some friends split it, like me and my college mates, but it was like $800. It was ridiculous. Yeah, but oh no. It was nuts. It was like one of those things where I look back and go, oh, that was dumb. And I don't even know where it is now. Like, I think I lent it to a friend and it's just gone now. Um, the only thing I can say is, is I'm glad that when I was really into my weed phase, that like dabs and all the oils and stuff didn't exist because that would have oh, broken yeah, yeah. my fucking brain, I think. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, you, have you ever have you uh, tried any of like the the high grade uh, stuff? I don't know if you tried any of the new weeds that's out now. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. I did this weed event in New York maybe six months ago, something like that. It was recently this like comedy show, and it was it was uh 
it was like a weed event. It was at this like space and there were all these tables and they were selling all these like edibles and this one table they were selling uh super hot like crazy crazy hot like they came in these little glass jars and they were like really really kind of like I don't know. It was some of the best weed I ever smoked. I don't remember exactly what the strain was, but it was fucking expensive. Like it um, was like, you know, a uh, quarter was like a hundred dollars. It was. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. That's it was, crazy. it was insane, but it was really good. I was like, this is some of the best weed I've ever smoked. You know, the guy like he, he's like, Oh, you know, you're, you're, he had all these samples and then you're like, Oh, can I smell this? And he starts telling you it's like basically like wine, you know, it's, it, it's, it's like really fine wine where you start kind of looking and they're like, they're, they're really like, oh, it got this, 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 and it's crossed with this and it's this soil and this pH and it's organic. And you go, all right, yeah. We got some connoisseurs out here, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you a connoisseur or what are you? I wouldn't, I wouldn't really say so. I'm a, I'm a OG guy for real. So I, I just, I, I like to smoke OG. Yeah. But I was, I was in blunts? Uh, well, sh- I, sh- I smoke sheets now. No. What are sheets? Sheets like papers. Oh, just like rolling papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I, I call them sheets. But oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah, smoke I, joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just joints. I was just in Jamaica. I was going to say I was in Jamaica not too long ago, and they got they got a great strain called a uh, grapefruit cushion. It's oh, really? Just, that was actually yeah. the one thing with Jamaica where I went there, and everybody's like, "Yeah, they got the shittiest weed." And then I went there, and I was like, "It's not shitty." It's not well, shitty at all. It's it's not like amazing, but it's not sh- like it was kind of like it's, the only thing that was annoying about it. And I don't know, maybe you, if you got the hookup, you can get better weed. But it was like it had right. seeds in it, which was annoying. But right. it was kind of like just the right level of potency. It was almost like you ever smoked Delta. You know what Delta Eight is? No, you know what that is. So THC is a uh, Delta Nine. I guess that's the active ingredient in like marijuana or whatever it's called delta nine thc delta nine or something and then they have this thing in new york and all over it's this loophole where it's like one uh like one like i don't even know how to explain it because i don't know anything about (laughs) anything but it's basically like identical to weed but it's not it's one one thing off and it's it's uh legal it's fully legal because it's technically considered hemp because it, it's this loophole of like the farm bill or some shit. So you, could, I had a friend who he works in like the marijuana industry in Canada, and I saw him in Chicago, and he's like, "You ever tried Delta Eight? And I'm like, "I thought it was like that scam shit." Remember, like in the back, how old are you? Uh, thirty-three. Okay, so I don't know if you remember like High Times Magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So remember, like in the back of it, and they would sell like they'd be this like weed, and it would come in these tubes, and it was like fake weed that no, was no, like I, like spice never... or whatever the fuck. Oh, okay, like the K2 and stuff like exactly. that? Exactly, and you're like, and, the, and then like you'd see on the news, they'd just be like warning against taking, they're like, this could really make you sick, and it's so, but it's technically legal, and it's just like a bunch of like fucking chemicals that are, right. that just like get you high, but it's legal. So anyways, that's what I thought Delta 8 was. Uh, I honestly thought, and he goes, you ever try this? I'm like, I would never smoke that shit. He goes, no, no, it's actually good. And then I tried some, and I was like, oh, and it's just like, it's kind of just like, it's weed, but it's just like a little lighter. And then now in New York, they sell it everywhere. Like you can buy it literally every fucking bodega, every store that sells weed stuff. They just like, you can buy these Delta eight and now they just sell weed everywhere. You, every store you go in there, you go, Oh no, no, we just sell weed. And you go, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. It's, it's crazy. 
It is 2022. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it is. Yeah, someone's saying it's 50 per, to 60 percent the potency of Delta Nine. So it's yeah, it's just it's That's, weed, but it's lighter, and it comes from hemp. And it's yeah, the molecule. Someone said the molecule. The molecule is like one fucking thing off. I don't know. It sounds like diet weed. Like if you get like a diet coke. Yeah, I think it is diet weed. I think there is actually a. I think there is a. There is a strain or a company called Diet Weed. Maybe. That's hilarious. I might be making that up. I don't know, but um. Anyways, yeah, that's uh. But so Jamaica, you like the weed there? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I was gonna say, uh, you know, well, I am Jamaican. Oh, okay. But, um, like the weed in Jamaica, yeah, it definitely used to be like you know the reputation used to it used to live down to the reputation for sure. But now, like I mean, when I went back recently, shoot, they it, they pretty much got as much variety as we got up here. Crazy, because so, yeah, you would think, considering it's culturally like so big there, that they would have more than just these shitty. Is it all outdoor there? Oh yeah, I it's, mean, it's well, all outdoor. Like, like the, no, no, no. Oh, you said all outdoor. No, it's not all out. Not all of it. I mean, a lot of it's still grown outdoor, but not, you know. But now they have like more like indoor stuff. Right. Like scientific and, you know, scientific. Scientific. Yeah, right. Right. That's the weed. <laughs> nice. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I used to be really into weed. Now I'm just not as much. I don't know. It, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get I, the energy. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I find now is if I take edibles, because I like edibles, but it's I can't wake up in the morning. They just they kill me. Yeah, I mean, because you still wake up. Like I don't know that the edibles is a different kind because you you just wake up high. Yeah, like, it's like I don't wake up high, but I'm like it's I'm so groggy that it's uh, like I have to. I basically I'm like I can only do edibles on like the weekends because it's just like <laughs> fucking ruins my morning. Um. Anyways, cool. Thanks for calling, Chad. Appreciate yeah, it, man. No problem. Okay, take care. Bye. All right. That was Chad, everybody. Uh, yeah. Someone said as soon as they legalized it, it stopped being fun. I do agree. It did. There was, when I was, a, you know, a younger man, it was a little cooler. Like, people, their identity was weed. And it was not to say cool, but it's definitely less cool now. That's for sure. All right. We got JJ. Let's see what's going on. JJ Lieberman. Is the show still going on? Yeah, the show's still going on. Yeah. Um, yeah, the show's still going so, on on a special Wednesday. Yeah, because you, are you still in, um, or did you come back? No, I'm back. I'm back. I was in I was in Miami, but I couldn't get back in time yesterday, so then we're doing an episode, a special Wednesday episode. What are you up to? Why, why, did, you, uh, why did you have to be back for tomorrow, for the podcast? Back for tomorrow? Yeah, you said you had to be back. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We have a uh, boys cast, and then also I have spot, spot, oh, cool. spot, spot nice. city. Um, yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to some concert on the weekend. Oh, with the lady. Yeah, with the lady, the Disco oh. Biscuits. You ever heard of them, oh, JJ? That's amazing. Is that amazing? I don't know. You don't, I don't know. know. What's what's I, going I on in the like world it. of JJ Lieberman? You haven't called in in a Nothing, few episodes. Just, just just trying to figure out how to edit more videos, man. Yeah, how's Nothing's that going? going on? I did a bunch of spots this week. I'm unlucky because I get those independent shows, man. That you know, I bother these fucking people. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think that's kind of the play. It's annoying, but like even you know, we're one of the clubs. I won't say the name just in case they're listening. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's, it doesn't matter, anyways. But like he, he told me, I was a past and I didn't get any of the veils, so I just kept on emailing him. And he's like, oh yeah, I'll get it next week. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think you just bugged them a lot. Um, did you, you get kicked? Are you, getting, today? are you getting kicked out of your place? No, no. Oh, you're not you getting kicked out. Do you not want to talk about your, your place? Situation? I can't. Why? Um, because I'm at my place. Oh, okay. Well, she listens to you. So JJ called me last week, so she can't hear this anyways, and she doesn't listen to the podcast. I I can't imagine she listens. Do you think she listens to Low Value Mail? No. I'm not going to like no. out the specifics, but basically you said she was like, yeah, she wants to kick me out. She she sounded like she had a bit of a meltdown, which part, when you tell me this, day, dude. when you tell me this and I go, I can't imagine you're a great roommate to have. I am, though. The, the, the thing is, you have I two like dogs. To... They wear no, diapers. No. Yeah, but I like to I'm to, I keep. No, I disagree. You disagree. Well, would you what scenario would you agree that you're a shitty roommate? Not no, shitty, like... not shitty. You probably like laugh because you're not know, like you laugh obnoxiously loud and uh, like normally. You no, probably like I'm not do... watching my shit. I'm doing work in the mornings. I literally wake up. What and about I a night? Edit stuff. What about a night? And you probably like you play with your dogs and you you know you do that. There you go. Yeah, sometimes you probably do that. Yeah, she talk, has to I hear that. And... Stop. Yeah. So yeah, I... maybe you're right. Maybe I am a shitty roommate. Not shitty. Like I don't think you're like being like sh- being I mean, shitty. I just think you'd just be aggravating. Yes, yes. I think the dogs can get aggravating. I agree on that front. Yeah. Definitely yeah. having two dogs and then uh do back alley. What's back alley? What's back alley? Oh, someone said in the chat that you should do back alley poker games with a hidden camera. You know, like I JJ actually played poker last night. Where? At the Hard Rock Casino. How good Casino. is that casino? Uh, it was good. It was, uh, I played one, two, no limit for, yeah. I played for like an hour and then I got bored. I don't, I can't do it. Really? I get so bored. Did, um, and then there was like, it, it's, it's just the classic thing too. There was, you know, there was, there was two, you would have fucking loved this because there was like two women at the table who they honestly, like, I don't want to be mean here or like, you know, but they honestly seem like they should have been playing slots. Yes, and they yes, were just yes, like yes. decided they wanted to play poker, maybe because there's like the social element to it. Because they had fucking no idea. I guess you got to learn somehow. So I like I don't want to be like shitty about it. You got to learn somewhere, I guess. And it is like the lowest stakes table. But they like they had like no idea. Like this woman would just call down every hand, and then like you know <laughs> she'd just be like, yeah, yeah, you got me. And like people are like beating her with top pair, like not even a good kicker. Were you? Did you go alone to Miami? I went alone. Yeah, I went. Well, my my family was there, so I just wanted to go meet up with them. Where in Hollandale or? Uh, in Hall, it's Sunny Isles. Yeah, but the, I Fuck. went to the the Hollywood Hard Rock. Wow, and that was great. It's packed down there, eh? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's okay. And we're oh, that's amazing. That's I'm I'm envious. Nashville was incredible, right? Yeah, Nashville was great. Was it just the two of you on the show? Uh, there was a host, this girl, Amber, she hosted the shows in Nashville. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. JJ, you've turned my interview show into, you just asked me questions. Oh, well, it's almost like, you. it's what, almost like this is your show now. Well, I didn't know what, I didn't know what, uh, Robert McGregor says, dogs with diapers, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What do you want to do? You want me to just murder these dogs, Robert, or what? I mean, you can't lie. You've thought about it, JJ. Who is this Robert McGregor, McGregor taking shots at me? I don't know. Fucking JJ, you're in the, JJ, you are in the scope, dude. 
So I am in the scope. There is a game in Williamsburg, not far from the, I just don't have the money for it. It's a one, two game. It's a one, two game. Dude, you should start a Patreon that stakes you for poker. And then part of the like, um, like rewards is you get a cut. So it's like, it could be the first Patreon that not only pays for itself, but it could even make you money. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. If that, I don't know if that's a violation of Patreon's terms of service, but maybe it's like There's... a. Pay... And then you could also wear like a GoPro. Although I guess you can't film those. Those no, like they illegal wouldn't allow that. And plus, they also play ten handed, which kind of actually sucks. Why? What was it in Florida? It was it's eight handed. Eight handed because oh, eight handed because of COVID. Prime. Dude, I saw. No, I dude, I went. So I played blackjack last night. You'll appreciate this, and people probably will appreciate this. So I went to play blackjack last night, and this woman, I was like playing. So I playing. I was playing poker for like an hour. I got there, and like, it was no fun. I got there at ten. I just I'm like I play poker. You know, I I made I I won one hand. I had like ace jack. I like made a boat. One like okay pod. I was literally I was up seventy dollars, and then I yeah. folded fucking thirty hands in a row. That's what the game is. You know, and I'm like, this is not fun. I was listening to Hardcore History. I was like, this isn't fun. And then uh, someone asked, why is your head in a jar? I don't know, because Dave uh, Dave Canada in the chat, he made... Shout out to Dave Canada in the chat. He made this whole thing, and he put JJ's head in a jar. Um, but anyways, so uh, I'm playing... I go to play blackjack, and I'm playing blackjack, and it's me and this guy... And uh, he's like real degenerates. And this is like at one in the morning. And this woman sits down beside us. She sits down and she's like, she sits down instantly. She goes, she pulls out like a grand or something, buys chips. Really? Hundreds? I don't even remember. Yeah, probably. Maybe some 20s and stuff. She, and she's like, yeah, I'm down 10 grand or whatever. She's like, what? I'm just going to, she's like, I'm just going to try and make it back. She's like, I'm down 10 grand, right? Dirty like, hole she is. Yeah, yeah. She, this was like, she was. Honestly, made me. This is like not fun because you're like, oh, this woman has like a problem. Yes, actually, like the ones who get the markers and they're wearing sweaters with stains on them. Dude, she was like, honestly, made me feel a little. So, anyways, listen to this. She's fucking. So she starts playing, and you know how on blackjack you can they have the side games where you can like match the dealer or whatever. Oh. So it's like you because you get your first if your one of your two cards matches the dealer's like whole card or whatever the card that they're face up you get like you know if you if it's like a perfect match you get like 10 to 1 or whatever so she yeah, sits the down the progressive no it's not a progressive it's not a progressive there's also a right, progressive it's, for a it's different similar to like the progressive is the yeah yeah the but there's so there's also a progressive and then there's this side game and so she's playing the progressive which is $5 which is whatever you, nobody wins that but you can get, but, but then she's a high price to pay. pay no, no, no but dude, listen to this. So she's paying fucking. She's playing these the side game, and she's betting like two hundred bucks a hand. Okay, no, and, or like 150, 200 bucks a hand. And then, but she so she starts off and she puts like fifty dollars on like the side thing where you're like you just lose every time. It's just like, anyways, she keeps hitting. Okay, she gets up to like. Six or seven thousand dollars she has in front of her. Okay, she's on a fucking roll. She hit two times where she put down like a hundred and twenty-five bucks, and she hit like the perfect match where it paid ten to one, so it paid like twelve fifty. Twelve fifty, right? And she's like, dude, the dealer would have like one time she had. What did she have? She had uh, like it was something crazy. Oh, she's old woman. She was probably like fifty or something. And like she had hands where like the dealer had like a five 
and she was playing two-handed and she had like less than 10 on both hands and she's like had two betting 200 a hand or 300 a hand or something like swimming really high the dealer is showing like a five and then she just doubles down when like you're not supposed to double down in the scenario because she did she had like a like a two and a three you know, like, wow. like she had a five, like you don't double down five against a five. Like you have to have like at right, least a right, nine right. or something, whatever. It, like, even if you're like a real degenerate, she's like doubling down. She's just like winning all this stuff. She gets up to like seven grand and she's just like, yeah, you know what? I just got to get a 10 grand. And she said, she goes, you know, I know that like, I'm not like, you know, you, you don't want to chase it or whatever, but you just got to get up to 10 grand. And then she just lost it all in of 15 course. minutes. Literally 15 fucking minutes. Was it crying? was gone. No. What? You like, could tell, like, I'm... like there's this element of being a degenerate gambler where it just, I, I've heard Norm MacDonald say before, where it's just like, it just feels good to lose it. You know, there's this weird. Uh, there's an actual thing called uh, the pain threshold. Um, I don't know applies... what it is where you just. Yes, are... it's... And you then she had. So much that you don't, the, it does, you're past that threshold. So you don't feel it anymore. Um, you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's not even you don't feel it. It's just like you, you get addicted to the losing. If that makes sense, I don't. I don't even know. But it was fucking, dude. It was like just watching it. And the guy beside me, he was like, "Yeah, I'm down like thirty five hundred bucks or whatever." And then he went on a roll because we got this hot dealer. And then he lost it all too. And I was actually winning. And then I felt bad because like the two of them were just fucking collapsing. Do you you know how crazy that idea is? That that you're at one table then you think of all the tables and then you think of all the casinos there are just sad people who are just degenerates oh, for and sure. i resonate with I, I resonate with them but i mean it's depressing. but at least you're playing like a real game of skill yes they're just like you know when when they're putting 150 dollars on the side game like the side bet you go like this is you're just and they kept no, saying to me mean, they, they, like, like she was like she's though. like what are you doing why aren't you playing the side game and i'm like it's for fucking suckers i'm like blackjack is for suckers uh, but at least it's like you know get to play a little longer like did you leave up yeah oh that's all right and you guys were so you were close to the casino then uh, yeah, yeah, it was like the Hollywood, the Hard Rock, the Guitar Casino, yeah, you know. No, but I'm saying where you guys were staying. Yeah, my yeah, the place is near it. It's like tw- 20, 20 minute drive. That's outstanding. I'm jealous of that. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Yeah. Was it a good show though tonight? What's that? Yeah, it's Can been a good show. Your... Yeah, it's been a good show. Yeah, the guy who called before was high as fuck. Yeah, he's high, Chad. Yeah, he he called last week too on the Patreon. So let episode. me ask you: Was your fault? Was it all fans? Where? At Nashville. Uh, there was lots. I don't know exactly, but I think there were quite a bit. Um, I'm going to come to Tampa then. I, I'll tell Ryan because he, he even said like this week because he's like, yeah, it's two shows. It's not worth it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know someone but, says someone's saying in the chat how's blackjack for suckers. It's not for suckers, but it's still the casino has like an edge. What I, I don't mean it's, it's for suckers, I mean, but the casino to, still has like a whatever, a 53. They have the smallest edge, right? Whereas... It, but like this, I don't know what the edge is in this fucking side bet game where you have to match the dealer's card. Oh, but it's probably huge. It's probably like a 60, 40, so, 70, 30 edge or something. So, okay. So this is the thing that people don't understand that they ask that question. They're like, well, how it, the casino with your thing, like with craps, for instance, 
Craps has the lowest edge. The house has the, the least amount of edge at Craps. But I thought it was Baccarat. Take, uh, okay. Yeah, I thought Baccarat, technically, Baccarat. you could it's just play for... Games. You could technically, like, if you know what you're doing, you, like, you just play forever. You just tie. Yeah, but that's, that's the key point that I was just going to say. The edge is taking into consideration that you are playing the game correctly. There is, Yeah, like, of course. That's what people don't understand. There is actually a fundamental way to play the game and also when you're playing blackjack someone at the table can fuck you over oh dude this chick was like she would get because sometimes like i i i do it and this guy beside me do it where like if i was running bad i would just play like i i'd play i just start playing two hands just to kind of like switch up the cards i guess i don't know if that makes oh, any sense yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she just be like she was like oh like should i do that and like she she had all her fucking all our strategies. It's weird though because because I don't know if it's like this in Vegas, but so they don't have roulette anymore with a dealer. It's just a fucking yes, ball. less and less. less it's it's and just less. the machine, and there's no craps anymore either because of COVID. Re- no. Well, it's Vegas just because it's a bunch of people fucking crowded around a table. So I don't know. They What's just got rid so of it. weird because Florida, you would think they didn't give a shit. Dude, about people are that. smoking in there, smoking cigars, but yeah, they don't care. See, that's the only thing I hate about casinos. They're disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, you know, did you at least have some good food out there? Uh, in Miami or at the casino? Or both. Yeah, I had some fine food. And Nashville was great food or no? Yeah, Nashville was good. Really? Like, did you guys have food at the club? Yeah, the club food was okay. It's pretty greasy, just standard club food. Not standard, but yeah. it was good. But we went somewhere I can't remember that was pretty good. I, I bet Tampa's going to be amazing. I heard Side Splitters are a really nice place. Yeah, Side Splitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we went there last year. It was pretty solid. And it was great? Uh, yeah. Lights okay. out, as you say. All right, JJ, I'm going to let you go. Okay. All Enjoy right. the rest of the show. Okay, later, buddy. JJ Lieberman, everyone. That was JJ Lieberman uh, calling in. All right. We kind of dicked around a bit on this show, uh, but the phone lines are still open if anybody wants to call in. Um, yeah, there was this, this lady was such a degenerate. People are talking... Uh, like it was ridiculous how much of a degenerate she was, she, and then at the end of it too, it was like that was the part that hurt me. She's like, oh, I wish I, I left with a thousand. She's like, I wish I still had a thousand bucks. You're like, you were up seven thousand dollars minutes ago, and you were playing like a fucking moron. It was insane. Okay, we got another call. Hello. Hey, Danny. It's Wallaby. Oh, what's up, Wallaby? How you doing, buddy? Well, you know, it's another week that we're uh, trying to exist in the society we have here. Yeah, that's dark. Um, Heard you had a good time in Nashville, though. Yeah, Nashville was a fun, fun time. Um, I'm only about three hours north of there. If I didn't have my kids, I'd have come seen y'all. But sure, why don't you just bring time. the kids? Well, I don't think they uh, like having six-year-olds in the comedy club. I don't mm, know. Maybe not. Everybody says yeah. that we should keep the chat, bo- the chat box. I guess I got to bring the chat box back, huh? You know, um, you already got yourself in the big picture. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a good point. I don't need myself on the side. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I, you know what? It was someone who said, nice little TV graphic and then embed the chat inside of that. Well, Dave, the guy who makes it, Dave Canada, Hattie B's. I didn't go to Hattie B's this time, Dave, Dave Canada, but, uh, Dave Canada, he's the one who made it. Shout out to him because he did a fucking bang up job with this. Shout but out, I guess he, well, he actually made me one with, there's another version with the chat window. So, all right, I'll bring back the chat. Chat's back. <laughs> I feel like people, so many people have been like, oh, I didn't, uh, oh, someone says, I didn't know what the chat box was. I changed my vote, vote to no. 
Um, I say when I watch the, the clip, Oh, it was an option to turn on. No, it's not an option to turn on. Oh, you know what? We're going to have to do a new chat next weekend because I don't. a lot of people are saying it's confusing the question for the chat. So we'll have to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, well, I know when I watch the clips, it's fun to watch the chat replay as you're talking about stuff. Okay. Well, yeah. but the thing is, if you're watching it on YouTube, although I guess there's no, it's only on the live. If you only watch the full yeah. episode, you can see the chat. All right. Um, so, yeah, some people, you know what? Everybody's all over the map on this because, yes, there is the element of if someone ever wants to go fuck with the chat, I feel like YouTube would ding me for that. Like, they're not going to say, oh, well, it's the chat because I'm choosing to put the chat on the screen. Uh, I've not heard of anybody getting dinged for that, okay. but I mean, I'm not claiming to know everything either. So yeah, maybe I'll let Patreon know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I know like Revenge of the Sis, they don't have it because they're, if they had it, it would probably fucking nuke their channel. So I don't know. Anyways, uh, we what's just up? have to rely on us, your mods to, you know, keep, yeah, it, yeah. keep it clean. Uh, I know. What's up, Walvi? Um, hey, I wanted to roll back to, uh, real are, quick. If are you, you moving mind, to the Philippines? To- uh, I'll, okay, you want an update on that? Yeah, are you going to the Philippines or what? So, like, well, I'm going to be honest with you. My plan is a four-year plan. Okay. And I only give it that much time because family court with the custody thing. Yeah. You know? What's I, what's family I, court like? Is that a nightmare? Well, I've heard a lot of horror stories, and I did encounter... Did you say horror stories or horror stories? You, I'll let you figure out that, okay. that we'll, we'll let that live in the ear of the listener. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. uh, and I did experience one sexist judge who refused to hear any of my statements or evidence, uh, even when my ex-wife didn't show up to court like multiple times in a row. Like, but you, you don't even get to here. like, just, Hey, this is my side. Well, she wouldn't do it. And uh, Who wouldn't I do made it? a big, I made the judge. He wouldn't hear me. But like, you don't have the right to be heard. Well, that's the whole point. As I made a stink about it, it's like, look, you you have to hear me. You you can't just tell me to shut up. I was like, you're acting like a sexist, and uh, they put me in another court. Oh, that sucks. Well, no, it's not. No, I don't want to be under a sexist judge. Mm-hmm. I say it's great. Move me to another court. Oh, right. I guess. Yeah. Are there ever you know. is it ever guys or is it mostly women who are the judges? Uh it's in my area there's a like every judge has run unopposed for like yeah, at the, least a decade or By more. the way, that is such a weird thing distinguishing thing between America and Canada is that judges in America are elected. Yeah, you don't have to have any experience in law or whatever. What do you mean you don't have to have ex- No, you have to be a lawyer. Nope. You can be a judge in America and just not... run for judge. You can run. You, me? you think they got? You think they got qualified lawyers to be judges in all them tiny counties in the middle of nowhere in Texas? What? No, it's just some guy. What it's are you talking? No way. You can just yeah. run. You just so as if you have enough money to have a campaign, you can just run to be a judge. So I gotta, I gotta double check this. I'm gonna. Um, I'm just, I mean, okay, once again, I don't claim to know everything, but yeah, I yeah. can't fathom that you could find enough lawyers who would want to move to, like, rural Texas to do, you know, whatever a judge would do. Well, wouldn't, wouldn't those like places, people. but wouldn't that county have uh, a lawyer? Like, wouldn't there be lawyers living there? I mean, wouldn't you say that about a doctor? 
Could you say the same thing about a doctor? Like, who wants to live in the fucking small? Well, that is a problem that that this country has too. Is there's not enough doctors in rural areas to mm. meet needs. Yeah, yeah, that's a problem too. <laughs> People are saying JJ should go move to be a judge. Um, if you don't mind, I wanted to. Well, yeah, yeah. So, bring anyways, up something. No, yeah, it's br- cool, bud. I'll bring talk it up because we got to wrap this um, up, and then we're going to do the Patreon episode in seventeen minutes. Yeah, sure. Minutes. That that first guy, or maybe it's the second guy, was talking about you know people not being friendly and whatever that kind of thing. Yeah. I just wanted to say, if he's still listening, it doesn't sound like a very sexy idea on the surface. But if you're into that kind of interaction with people, move somewhere where it snows. Hmm. Because those people understand the the value of a strong community. In snow, in snow. Well, I'm from somewhere that snows. Uh, I mean, New York snows technically. I I mean, I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's, it still depends. It just like you just can't live in a giant, not even a giant city, but it's just like you know, not in a super dense area and not where there's too many crazies. Well, the only big cities I've lived in, I lived in Indianapolis, and I lived about an hour outside of Seoul, and I can't really compare the two. Yeah, you know? that's uh, yeah, Seoul. I can't imagine. Like what <laughs> I like in Seoul. Yeah, I don't know if what would happen if like Americans are saying hello to people. I guess they would say hi. They, I imagine they would just say hi. Yeah, yeah they'd be because, like hi. Like, they're fairly polite. Because you don't. That's well. That's something else that's in Korea in general is like you just they don't really step out of line because like they still like uh what i want to say you know they don't want to dishonor their family that sounds racist but that's how it is yeah they that's still fine. feel I that mean, way. different cultures are of different things. yeah it's not that crazy but yeah that was it i just wanted to say i think that if you move to like maybe more like you said maybe maybe cold i was wrong but maybe like specifically a rural area where it gets cold oh rural like- for sure go move to like rural ontario Everybody, well, every single person, you'll say hi to them. They'll be like, "Hey, how you doing?" You, like you, you can fucking make conversation with these people. They'll they'll not even just say hi. They'll have, they'll converse with you. Oh sure, and like where I live, I'm like an hour southwest of Indianapolis, and like, well, I was just when he was talking about, it, I was thinking about how, uh, oh shit, I was at the laundromat the other day because uh, I had to do like all of our bedding at once. So I had like three people's sets of bedding, and I had to get it done that day. So I went there, and. uh yeah, I just randomly said things to, like, people that walked past me, and, like, they'd be like, oh, that's funny, or, oh, yeah, you're right, or or they'd share a quip, and, like, it was just, yep, we're all in this space. Yeah. And we're going to say things to each other, and it's not weird. Yeah, you do that in Hollywood or New York. I mean, Hollywood, I feel like people are like, what, am, am I, like, uh, on your reality show or some oh, shit? Like, they probably think they're being, there? Yeah. yeah, they probably think they're being filmed. I don't know. <laughs> The whole thing's a nightmare. Okay, thanks for calling in, Wallaby. I gotta no problem, wrap buddy. this bad boy up, and then we'll see everybody on the Patreon episode later, dude. All right, that was Wallaby. That has been the episode. I'm sorry, I'm a little tired. I was fucking traveling all day today. Someone said, uh, Naomi, that I look like I'm glowing. It's because I got this badass tan, uh, and I have a incredibly splotchy sunburn all over my body because uh, the sun is very hot. Um, in Miami. Anyways, everybody, that's been the show. Thank you very much uh, for tuning in. We will be on the Patreon uh, at 11 p.m. I appreciate you all very much. If you are watching on Reddit, thank you, everybody who watched on Reddit. 
again, if you want to sign up for the Patreon, patreon.com slash low value mail, you can watch the bonus episode uh, starting at 11 p.m. in 14 minutes. Thank you very much, everybody. Goodbye. And I'm pretty sure I fixed the sound this week. I hope I actually did. Peace. <laughs>